Hello, my friend. I am Sam Goldsmith, and this is Namaste Type A, the podcast for women who slay at some things and suck at others. And potentially, some of you are sucking right now at tuning in and giving yourself some ease and grace around the cycles of the moon and the other cycles of your body. And we have today Patricia Panacee. She is here to carry on from our last podcast actually she shared this information uh, and it really sparked my heart to share this uh, more detailed information with you this time so a little bit about Patricia she is on a mission to guide mothers back to the joys of motherhood through her gifts as a yoga teacher an astrologer a Reiki master and her personal journey into motherhood she says that becoming a mother has been her biggest transformation urging her to allow changes to happen her vision is to create a space where it's safe to explore and have childlike curiosity and she uses this wisdom to support other mothers who are lost in the struggles of everyday motherhood. Patricia understands firsthand what it's like to be in survival mode after her second child was born. A deep postpartum depression made her turn her attention inwards and heal the deep wounds from within. Patricia believes that every mother is capable of cultivating that inner power and she leads them to redefine themselves as mothers and learn how to trust their intuition using meditations, yoga, chakra therapeutics, astrology and the wisdom of the tarot. Welcome back, Patricia. Thank you so much for having me again. So, so excited to hear this uh, podcast that we're going to do today. So can we just get started um, by going back to what we spoke about last time, which was where you were sharing, taking into consideration the cycles of the moon in relation to our business activities and our own personal energies. You also mentioned the phases of the menstrual cycle and how awareness of those expected fluctuations can greatly inform our day-to-day lives. So can you give us a brief overview of how all that works? Absolutely. It's so powerful and it's something that we have forgotten. I mean, in the past, it was so normal to look at the moon and know when to plant seeds, when to harvest. It was something that just came natural to everybody. But along the way with industrialization and with technology and all the things, we have forgotten to really look at the moon, but also listen to our own bodies. In the past, when women were menstruating, often they didn't have to do the heavy work. Like they were respected in what was going on. But in our society, it's so much about keep going and not stopping that we lost it. And, and honestly, I was in a place like that too, which is funny because I'm an astrologer. So you would think that it would be very much in tune with the moon. And I was always following the moon but I wasn't necessarily connecting it back to my own cycle and really understanding the energies that I felt in my body. And when I started doing that, it was such a big difference. So let me just start diving into the four different phases so you have a better understanding of what this really is about. Now we we start with the new moon, and that is really the beginning of a new moon cycle that has the same type of energy as your menstrual phase, but also the same type of energy as the winter. So it really is a time where you're not necessarily putting yourself out there. It's not a time where you try to be super productive or start new things. It really is a time where you 
do some meandering. And I, I came across this quote and I really like to share this with you because this is so on point. It's trust my meanderings have purpose. Mm. I love that. And this, this quote is by uh, Cheryl Richardson. And I loved it because your meanderings, they do serve a purpose. Even though in the moment it might feel like you're not going anywhere, this is mostly relating to our business, when you're in a phase in your business where you feel like, oh, I, I cannot get anything done. I'm trying to put myself out there. I try to talk to different people and nothing is really coming back to me. This is because you're supposed to do nothing. Well, not nothing, but it's, it's, it's a time to be more reflective and acceptant of what is coming in. So it's not necessarily a time to seek for new opportunities to try to force yourself to create opportunities, but really it's time to see, okay, what do I already have? What is it that, how can I be more open? And I love the idea of co-creating with the universe. In this case, it is just allowing the universe to show the things to you that need to be shown. And sometimes you need to be quiet for that. You cannot always be in this go, go, go mode because then you don't have the opportunity to receive the things when you're quiet enough. If that makes sense. Yeah, totally. <laughs> then the next phase is the waxing moon phase. This is the same as the follicular phase in your menstrual or in your cycle. And it also has the same feel of springtime. So where wintertime is more a time to stay inside, to go within springtime, I mean, just think about the season. It is a time where the sun is out more, you like to go out, you're planting seeds, you're, it's really new beginnings. It's a perfect time in your business to do some planning, to really start brainstorming new ideas. So the meandering that you did in your menstrual cycle or in your winter of your business, the meandering has brought up something usually. And then in your follicular phase in the springtime, it's a good time to really start to connect the dots. So bring ideas together, make a plan, what you're going to do for the next month or the next year, or it's really a good time to, start moving your ideas forward. Then we go to the full moon, which is ovulation time, similar energy as the summer. And that's really when things come to full bloom. That's a time where you just want to go out and feel the sun on your face and be around people. And it's the same with your ovulation that you people will automatically be drawn to you simply because of the hormones that you're producing at that moment. And that's something very instinctual and it's not something that we on a conscious level. But even if you walk past like a busy uh, restaurant, people will look at you simply because you have at that time this, you're just radiating and glowing also, it is the perfect time to, in your business, to start showing your ideas. So you, in winter, you thought about it. In the springtime, you 
planned it out, you brought ideas together, then in the summertime, that's the time where you start to share your ideas, you invite people to join your, um, your program or your course. This is a time where you can also launch the course and tell people about it. And it is a time where you're really ready to be seen you but also your project so for instance if you want to do a photo shoot for your business during your ovulation time that is the perfect time because you will most likely feel the most confident also if you want to pitch ideas in person this is the best time to do that if you need to pitch a new project or uh, you want to invite somebody on your podcast or you want to invite people on your blog if you do it in person, this is the perfect time to do so because you're naturally more able to convince other people. Even if you don't see them in person, if you talk to them through a video call, that would already be more, you'll be more convincing. It feels less effortless, so to speak. And then we go to the fourth phase and that is the waning moon phase. And there's a luteal phase in your menstrual cycle. And it's also about fall energy. So this is about slowing down, it's looking within, and really it's a time to do detailed work. So it's finances or taxes, this is a perfect week because you're very focused on the different details. It's really about getting things done, wrapping things up, but also looking back at how the past weeks have gone. So what is it that I've done is it something that I can change? Is it something that I can tweak here or there? It's a perfect time also to deliver your course. So when you launched it on the full moon, you can actually start delivering the course. So it starts during the waning moon. That's a perfect time to, um, to tie that together. So to wrap it up again, the new moon is good to take it slow and not necessarily put yourself out there too much. The waxing moon is more about planning and brainstorming than the full moon is really about pitching ideas, starting the projects to be seen, your projects to be seen, but also you as a person. And then the waning moon is we're slowing down again. We start to look within and it's a perfect time to do your taxes. Makes so much sense. This is such a wonderful uh, vision for us to share with our community because so many people listening to this podcast and who are part of this community really think that they thrive or are moving into a space of rec recognising that they don't thrive on really pushing through and making it happen and smashing it out and all of those kind of um, language things that we're moving away from a little bit. And paradoxically, when we focus on doing that we're smashing it out and being super masculine and really focused on getting results we can often have stops or blockages come up in our business because we're not working with our intuition or our inspiration i'm just Absolutely. wondering um if you can just share how women might be able to either soft begin to soften or soften a little bit more into this because even though we might intellectually understand it, our minds can still be so active to push us into thinking that we need to push through those moments. So any advice about softening into accepting these phases? Absolutely. It's, 
the first step really comes with just acknowledging that during a week where you feel like your energy is low, it's not going to, you're not going to do any good work in those weeks by simply pushing through. When you're looking back at the work that you've done, what is, what is the work that you're most proud of? And what felt most effortless? And what is the work that you really had to push through? So this comes back to energy, but also what makes you the most happy. We often do also do a lot of things that don't really make us happy. Like, for instance, bookkeeping, we still need to do that. That's not something that we can drop. But if we can do that in the week where we are most detail-oriented, then we don't have to really push against it. So you, might, you don't have to initially change everything if you have like a system that works for you. But simply start to understand, okay, today I feel super energized. I got so many things done. And then the next day, you maybe don't feel that energetic. Just start to be aware of your different energies. And don't think about the list that you made that this many things need to get done today. Like, honestly, I mostly have two or three things on my to-do list on a daily basis that need to get done. If I get that done and I have time for more, perfect. But usually I make sure that I finish those two. And they're usually also connected to the energy that I have in that week. So you don't have to make very big changes as long as you start to become aware of how you feel when you do certain things. Because for not for everybody, the full moon, for instance, would be a perfect time to really step out there. Some people are more introverted, so they wouldn't really connect with the idea of stepping out that much. But just becoming aware of that the internal energy that you have is more like stepping out. But you don't physically have to step out and really be out there for other people to see. Yeah, I just resonate so strongly with what you're saying, even around the doing paperwork and taxes and that kind of thing, because I've, I notice myself at times where I'm just powering through figures or tax and thinking, tick, 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 boom, 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 I'm getting this ticked off my list. It's so amazing. And then other days I would really rather put my head in the oven than have to have a look at that paperwork. Or even if you're doing it, you feel like everything's stress and then a lot of other negative thoughts can creep in, especially with business that we feel like our program's not good enough or our message isn't clear enough or all of these self-depreciating thoughts can come up, but perhaps it's just a time to actually cut off that um, yes. that energy and go and do something else. So, um, Patricia, I'd love to just deepen on that last question a little bit and hear your thoughts about the uprising of the feminine energy in business that we're seeing all around our planet at the moment and how we as women can surrender to this more and create the results that we're looking for. I think it's not even a choice. I think we have to. Also looking at the next generation, like the way that I was raised, and I was raised quite in a liberal family, but still the way that we were taught is to always think about the next step. 
And that is such a masculine way of thinking. If we really understand our feminine power and step into that, really step into that role of we are women. We don't need to work like men. Just because in the past companies were um, started by men and they made the rules and they were the CEO, so they had all they had made everything up. But that doesn't mean that that works for us. And especially as entrepreneurs, we luckily have the choice to make the decision for ourselves to really step into our feminine power. And I feel that the more the more we do that, the more we really step in our own true power. So it's not just the feminine power, but it's really our own inner power. And when, like when I look at my daughter, I want her to grow up knowing that she can just be herself and she doesn't have to push herself to fit into this mold that we have created for women to to follow in men's footsteps because we're not men, we're women. And the more we really realize that we have all the power, honestly, we are better than men in managing our energy. Because the reason why I love this system of following the moons and your own cycle, many women say, oh, I wish I was a guy so I didn't have my cycle. Well, we have the ability to structure our month in a way that is connected to our highest energy levels in that week. For as men, they go through a hormonal cycle within 24 hours. So every 24 hours is the same for them. So if they want to get to peak creativity, um, productivity, they need to do that within these 24 hours. We have 28 days to get into our peak creativity but also if we want our peak creativity to happen we also need to take that rest we also need to honor our bodies that tell us to slow down now this is on a 28 day cycle but also within the year you usually go through these winter spring summer fall times within your business within the year they don't have to match the actual seasons, but they can. But know that sometimes your business isn't winter. You're not launching any new products. You're not launching any new ideas. But that's okay because you cannot be on all the time. And I think the more that we teach each other about this, the more we spread this message, the more the feminine can be the way that they're supposed to be. And the more we allow ourselves and our next generation, our daughters, to really step into this leadership as a woman. And we women lead very differently than men do, which is good. I mean, we still need our men. Like, I'm not saying that we should get rid of all men and, and the masculine energy because we need both. We need both to exist. And when feminine and masculine are in balance, that's when they become divine. So the divine feminine and the divine masculine, they need to work together. But in order for us to do that, we need the feminine to rise more because it's been so suppressed and in so many simple ways, even the way that we work, if we really allow our feminine energy to rise, we connect to our true energies and we will be able to 
stop pushing through and stop forcing ourselves to be or to do something that we don't want to do. Mm, and I think this is such a powerful contributing message to so many cases of adrenal fatigue and thyroid disorder and all of these um, things that affect our endocrine system and our hormonal systems because of that Absolutely. relentless pushing and that relentless um, drive. So often I talk in this community of women not really slowing down and recognizing that they need to create this spaciousness until they're really, really, really sick. So this is kind of like a way we can start to reflect on our energy levels and our cycles and prevent that from happening or going into a full-blown manifestation. Absolutely. So Patricia, for women who are keen to start tracking their cycle and taking note of their particular uniqueness within all of those phases, how do you suggest we best get started? Well, first, a little bit of a side note. If you are taking birth control pill, your cycle is actually not a cycle. Um, your hormones are artificially put at a certain level. So if you are taking birth control pill, that doesn't mean you cannot do this, but it will be less powerful. I, I stopped many, many years ago because I didn't feel like I wanted to take it anymore. And the moment I stopped, I felt completely different. In the beginning, I thought, wow, I just go through so many different mood swings. But that's really who we are. Like we're supposed to have different moods in different weeks. So what I would advise you is if you are on your cycle, your natural cycle, simply every evening write down how you felt that way. So write down which day of your cycle you're at. So the first day is your first day of your menstrual phase. So that's day one. And then start writing down every day for 28 days. What is it that, what, what did I work on? How did I feel? And what was my energy? Was I energetic or tired or restless or inspired? Um, there, I mean, there are many different words to describe your energy. Just be creative and really tune into what is it that you felt. So if you do that for 28 days, you already have a good idea. But to create a bigger picture, you need to do this at least two or three months to start comparing to different months, to different days, and see how you felt in certain days of your cycle. Because if you do this, you really start to understand that your peak creativity, your peak productivity doesn't necessarily only come in your ovulation phase, but it also comes in your other phases, but maybe on different days. So for instance, in my menstrual phase, the first three days, like I'm, I'm almost doing no work because I know that I can push myself to do so, but I won't be able to. Those three days, I don't schedule any appointment with clients most of the time. I mean, obviously, sometimes there are weekly calls that I will still take, and I'm not going to say like, oh, no, 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 I'm on my menstrual cycle, not this week. Um, but if you really connect to that 20% of the time, you are able to stay in that energy, and that will also help 
the 80% where you're not able to, it will support that, that 20% where you honored your energy and you honored the way that you felt that day or that week. And the more you start getting in tune with that, the easier it gets for you to get your work done and the less you have to push through. Because that's in the end, of course, what we want. We don't want to push through things. We want to connect to the joys of our business, the joys that we get to do this and show up for this every day. And it shouldn't feel like you're dreading it. Like, oh, I need to write another uh, blog or, oh, I need to record a podcast or I need to reach out to a new client. If we really tune into this, your work also becomes more enjoyable. And that's all we want. I mean, that's, I guess, why most people became an entrepreneur to become, to do what you love and to have the freedom to do what you love instead of being locked into this frame because you're an entrepreneur, we have to work 24-7. No, we don't. You have the choice. As long as you tune into what is really working for you, then you become so much more productive and Honestly, to me, that is success to have the freedom to say in your days, like, okay, so this is a perfect day to reach out to new clients, or this is a better day to follow up with clients and to call them back to see if they want to sign up or if they want to join me. And then it doesn't feel forced. And by doing that, you really ignite that fire in you, which you probably had when you started your business, but you might have forgotten along the way. Yes, I love this. I think we need to all put this on a post-it above our computers or above our desks because so often we are driven to the entrepreneurial lifestyle because we want to create these businesses and we want time freedom and we want lifestyle businesses and then we find ourselves in a position where we're working from seven o'clock in the morning until 12 o'clock at night <laughs> a million yes. more hours than we would anywhere else so we really need that reminder um patricia can i just ask you one more question just as a side point i know that um there will be people who are taking um, oral contraceptive pills and other hormone implants and that kind of thing. Um, how can those women kind of tune into their bodies better? And also, if they're taking hormonal supplements where they or tricycling with contraceptive pills where they're not actually having um, bleeding every month, is there anything special to be aware of there? Um, well, you can still track but then following the moons so then you would start tracking your energies on a full moon uh, on sorry you start on the new moon and then you do the 28 days it's so for most people it's more important to first follow your own cycle and then follow the new new moon but for instance if you're pregnant or you're taking hormones and you're not cycling regularly then the moon phases, those are the next best thing. And they still have this energy of that I just described. So the new moon is still about this time where you just reflect upon what you're doing, you're not really putting yourself out there and so forth. So that then you just follow the new moon and then the waxing moon, the full moon and the waning moon. Mm. 
Okay, well, thank you so much for jumping on and doing a second podcast with us and sharing this information. It's just so necessary and I'm so grateful that you could share it in such an articulate and easy way for women to start taking this on in their lives. So thank you so much, Patricia. Well, thank, thank you. It was an honour to be back. Oh, thank you so much. So, guys, uh, as usual, I will be asking my special guest to share her secret sauce with me after the tapes stop rolling, and I'm going to share with you Patricia's top three tips to slay your cycle and accelerate your business. That will be shared exclusively for members of my mailing list. So if you are not on that list, jump on the website at www.samanthagoldsmith.com. You can download my free ebook there and get yourself on that list. And in the meantime, I I am granting you full permission to be your unique, fabulous self and go out there and numbersly the shit out of anything that sets your heart on fire. Talk soon.